1: Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and I'm joined as always by Serge. Hello from the internet and the mysterious L. Transform and roll out my beautiful babies. <laughs> it is I. Uh, Whitemis Pride, leader <laughs> of the cockabots.
1: I laughed out loud when a uh, Friend of the Pod sent us that photo. <laughs> I, mean, I
3: mean obviously at least one of those uh, racists and losers was also going to be a nerd that saw it's like, wait a minute, you know who else is a truck? Optimus Prime. <laughs> I know, because while I do not share their racism, I do share. They're nerddom. So yeah. it's just like, trucks, Optimus Prime, where does an Optimus
1: Prime is a truck. Yep, it's <laughs> <And he's> voiced <laughs> by a white guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. adding up. Oh, man, it's, it's, it's all coming together. I just the- love
3: the idea that Optimus Prime would be a white supremacist and not an Autobot supremacist. He's just like, you <laughs> know what I love? I love specifically fair-skinned human beings.
2: Yeah. I think they're great. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> uh so uh speaking of uh fair-skinned uh, human beings uh what is that, a, a bunch of those were very offended by the fact that our super bowl halftime show did not feature very many of them besides our buddy eminem
3: yeah they had but, a token white guy up there get, uh, <laughs> figure it out Put yeah, it out yeah. In your ass. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah <laughs> But um, what was – the Super Bowl halftime show, for those who don't know, is something that conspiracy theorists have thought about for forever as being this massive Illuminati ritual because – someone put two and two together, it was just like, well, we all think all the artists and musicians that we follow are are Satanists, and the Super Bowl halftime show gets a lot of eyeballs on it, so obviously this has to be a massive Illuminati ritual where they get all kinds of power and channel it to Moloch to, I don't know, do something that never actually happens, because we keep having, we haven't, like, toppled the world yet and killed God, and we've had 56 Super Bowls, so you would have thought at some point this would have, like, worked and achieved victory for or uh, the Antichrist or whatever. But apparently not. And uh, this year's Super Bowl, hilariously, I have gone on YouTube uh, this for this whole week typing in Super Bowl 56 halftime show Illuminati, which every year would get me hits for the, that year's Super Bowl being an Illuminati ritual. This year there's been nothing. Everyone just sort of looked at that and was like, eh, we got nothing. I posted on Twitter that a guy who literally had a tweet, and all of his tweets were bonkers, but this one was my favorite one, where the guy was like, I'm seeing 5G towers going up in residential neighborhoods. Fuck. That guy, like, four tweets later said, it was nice to have a halftime show that wasn't a satanic ritual.
1: (laughs) he's just he's just an og hip-hop fan like
2: apparently
3: i mean i like the idea that uh, no he was just fucking just sitting there like sitting sitting in his chair and just being like wow a lot of these guys their breathing is way too labored for them to be empowered by satan's energy like (laughs) 50 cent and dr dre looked winded
1: (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty funny
3: and like don't get me wrong I'm a big fat guy if I had to perform in such a capacity I too would be winded but it was just like wow they look pretty old yeah Yeah, none of them looked like spring chickens except for Anderson Pack, who looked like he was having a great time he was just there on the drums no big deal
2: yeah uh, they, they should have got a shot of the Chrome before they got on stage. I mean, that would have that perked them right up, and they would have been able to just bang that halftime show out without any problem. I'm seeing a
3: lot of people just be like, oh, man, was this one of the all-time, like, I don't know, maybe one of the all-time great halftime performances, and I'm like, really?
1: Was fine. <laughs> I didn't it was... watch it. I, yeah. Like, yeah. It
3: was perfectly serviceable. It was okay. I, I don't understand, why is Eminem still performing Lose Yourself? Like, he has a vast <laughs> catalog of songs he can pull from, and uh, that i mean i get that it's probably like the most sanitized and like you know friendly song of his in, in like terms of how big it broke but i i don't know man like i just do a verse of a rap god
1: or whatever <laughs> i, I yeah. don't think he's going to do stan anytime soon yeah. so i mean but he could bring Dido out or whatever and just
3: be like oh shit remember us member berries they could just be it could all be steeped in member berries he could do real some shady have a bunch of white people out there with like blue blonde hair again remember that
1: Forgot was about like, Dre. Was that
2: was the whole forgot point. About Dre. Is like, forgot about Dre. You have to like, yeah. But it's forgot about Dre. You have to like censor every like fourth word. So I get, well, I get why they just use use yourself, lose yourself because it's just so, um, just up. It's like positive, and there's not a there's not a lot of words you have to switch out. So it's just it's just but easy. How, how far it, it's removed just, from the
3: internet do you have to be to not immediately associate that like? Series of musical bars with mom spaghetti, like yeah, I know. the know time. It's just like as soon as you just get that plunkin, it's like oh shit, it's mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti is here. Can't wait to eat. Yes. <laughs> can't wait to eat. So that's good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you think he regrets that line?
3: No, because that song made him like a thousand million begillion dollars. He's just dripping with currency because of that money. But yeah. uh like. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it probably doesn't feel great to to, to have something. I mean, just ask Smash Mouth. Their, their whole career was that. Somebody like like the internet seized upon their career and turned their whole band into like a joke.
1: Yeah, just sort have of like you seen overnight. The videos of that guy getting very drunk. Like,
2: yeah, that that guy's live performances are quite the watch. Now, I mean, that guy is like, like a step like, away. Give him like, the
3: Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh man, with Smash 100%. Mouth. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like, That'd be great. Like, like, like oh, that guy man. is like
2: a step away from being like a sovereign citizen, like being accosted by a cop. I mean, like, like this. This leads to Smash Mouth. Isn't is a real. We'll, dark we'll place. Always remember where we were when we encountered
1: Left Shrek for the first time.
2: During- <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll myself.
3: Shrek.
1: <laughs> I worked in a blockbuster when Shrek was coming out on uh, VHS, and <laughs> oh boy, and on the the looping video that we had in the store was All Star, so at least once an hour for quite a while I got to hear uh, All Star.
3: <laughs> wow, I yeah. bet you could not wait for your shift to be ogre. <laughs>
2: Uh, what you were saying there about Left Trek made me laugh because that was the, the Katy Perry Super Bowl halftime show was like the pinnacle of Illuminati uh, halftime shows. Those people got so much content out of that shit she did. Um, there were pillars. She was on a giant lion, which is a yeah, reference. I literally to Satan Bible.
3: laughed out loud when she rode in on her mechano lion, thinking about you seeing the reaction on the internet from people that were conspiracy minded. I was like, Oh no, like Mike and his people are going to have a field day with this shit.
2: Yeah! Oh, yeah! It was all of it. It was all of it. But like my, my favorite thing, because uh, in this Super Bowl halftime show, like the one reaction that we got that was hilarious was Charlie Kirk, uh, the guy that does Turning Point USA, for like college Republicans to be all whiny. He called the performance sexual anarchy because apparently there was just there was, there, there, was just, anarchy. there was just a little too much sexy dancing around Fitty when 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 he had his turn in the spotlight. And uh, I remember that uh, Katy Perry's halftime Super Bowl, this one of the Illuminati videos breakdowns that they had when she did like her, when Lenny Kravitz came out and they did their their uh, bit together. The amount of sexy dancing between Katy Perry and Lenny Kravitz was too much for this guy. And he basically put giant black sensor bars over both their bodies because <laughs> it was just like, what? I don't know, 100 million people saw on, on television was just too hot for his YouTube channel. And
1: sexual Anarchy is amazing. Oh. That, <laughs> such a great name for a band. Especially for
3: something so decidedly unsexy. Yeah. Like, this is maybe one of the least sexy Super Bowl halftime performances in recent memory. Right. It was just a bunch of, like, Old men standing mostly in place rapping.
2: Yeah, you you had
3: like, he said started like suspended upside down like a bat for some reason. <laughs> but then when he reoriented himself and put his feet back on terra firma, he just sort of stood in place and rapped. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, Eminem like exploded out of a box on one side of the stage and then stood there and rapped uh Dr. Dre played a piano before standing up and rapping.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just had a f- you had a few the answers were 50 cents and you had Mary J Blige and that was like the full total amount of just unbridled raw sexual tension. Yeah.
3: And Mary J Blige was literally also just standing there and singing. Like she wasn't yeah. like gyrating. It wasn't like Shakira or whatever, you know what I yeah, mean? it wasn't the, like,
2: it wasn't the Shakira JLo halftime show where it was like, "Oh my god, ladies with big ladies with big butts are doing butt dancing." Muffs,
1: I'm uffs. <laughs> just- yeah. Yeah,
2: now, yeah. Now, now that
3: was some stuff to really engage in some self-love, too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, the Super Bowl halftime show was, uh, for Illuminati uh, content creators, big loser. For uh, racists, sad that their America had been taken over by people enjoying uh, hip-hop nostalgia, uh, they were big winners. They got to get very angry and bang, beat their chests about America falling yeah. and all that stuff.
3: Well, at least during the Super Bowl, everybody gets treated to uh, a bunch of wonderful snacks. I do love snacking. Like <laughs> my favorite snack among my favorite snacks are
1: segways and gazpacho. <laughs> <laughs> so Marjorie Taylor Greene had an oopsie that was clearly not an oopsie. Like she meant to say Gestapo, but said. Gaspacho, when talking about like the current state of america to simplify a little and the internet had a field day making fun of her because she's an idiot and then she doubled some might even say tripled down on she's like sometimes you sit when you say a word you say a word you don't mean to it happens to everybody and uh, it was like, this was a written and prepared statement. You clearly thought you were using the right word when you said gazpacho and you meant Gestapo. And then she tried to save it by saying, one of my great heroes sometimes says words wrong, Kofofi, and then like says, <laughs> quoting Trump's amazing misspelling of coffee that apparently actually means something. It doesn't. We all know it doesn't. But, you know, here we are. <laughs>
2: oh there are illuminati people uh or in QAnon people still trying to decode what kofefe means like
1: I, I have no idea how to actually say it so
2: yeah. was- oh, well i've just seen it so many goddamn times and i've seen these people try to come up with these weird ideas like the the f the F-E-F-E means iron and like there's like and, and they all kind of come up with like iron like d de- de- uh poisoning 5g that it's something to do with like uh treating the coronavirus there's There's so many decodes for that for what was obviously a typo. It's crazy. The cottage industry. Life for those
3: people would be really fun if it didn't seem like it was so maddening. Yeah.
1: You just could never play boggle with them.
2: Oh, God. You just
3: couldn't really do anything with them because, but, but also, like, imagine if you could channel that energy into just like living a life where everything is some sort of fun mystery to be unraveled.
2: That's like, that's one of the yeah. biggest parts about QAnon is the gamification of reality where like you are, you are looking for the secret truth and that everybody, everybody in social media and in television and movies is giving you the wink and the nod as to what's really going on. And some of them are bad guys who are letting it slip because they're Satanists and they have to do these things for their dark God, but the good guys are doing it because they want you to know that they're fighting the good fight and they're on your team. And it just it just turns the world into this holy, this very bizarre place. And the the thing about the gazpacho incident with Marjorie Taylor Greene that was so enraging is that uh, there is this this other side of the commu- uh, like of the debunkers and research communities, the people who hate her, who are like do not give her attention for her misspeaking and her spelling errors. She's doing this intentionally to deflect from what she's saying, and she's trying to get attention that way. And the thing is, is, it's really hard to tell people not to dunk on someone acting like an idiot when they're acting like an idiot. I I don't know exactly what is the uh, way I don't know how you uh, prevent from giving attention to the child who's doing so stu- stupid stuff to get attention, like the kid who won't comb their hair, their hair's all puffy and fuzzy all over the place, and like you're supposed to like ignore them until they get upset and they go and comb their own hair, and they no longer get the negative feedback attention they're looking for. But when you have a sitting member of Congress talking about the gazpacho, it's just. I mean, I don't know how everyone holds their tongue at that point, And I don't know that, like, if you do, you're just letting the weird person be dumb and weird for whatever reason. I, I And I feel like there is a political value in ridiculing her for getting those things wrong. I do believe that her and Bobert and others will put intentional misspellings in their tweets so that everyone can yell about the misspelling and miss the actual message of their terrible tweet. But... I think this is the sort of thing where, like, to be like, look, this is a dumb thing that you said, and I'm going to call you an idiot for it. And that's just it. And
1: I, I just don't like it. it's Yeah, you're 100% right. She should be ridiculed. And like, we should constantly point out that she is not fit to walk the halls of Congress. And it's a shame that she's there. But also, it just like, we really need people to pay attention to her. And what she's doing, because her being there is still really dangerous. It also shows in a, a million ways how out of touch she is. Because who knows "Gaspacho" better than they know the word "Gestapo"? And it, she clearly thought she was right and was like, "Oh, I'm so close to this." Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, what
3: other? What other phrases do you think MTG gets wrong?
1: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Anything do you think that she to, likes to
3: uh, to take things for granted? <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Uh, do,
1: do, do you
3: think how uh, how much do you think she cares? Do you think she could care less, or do you yeah. think she could not care less? <laughs> right, because <laughs> a surprising number of people could care less. They're very engaged. Like empathy is strong with
1: those people. They
2: yes. could
3: certainly care less about what you're telling them.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, anything to do with female anatomy. I'm, I'm sure she has a very sensitive literis, Uh, but. <laughs> that was, you came up with is literal yeah I, I I know the actual word, so <laughs> there you go. Oh wow, oh
3: wow, well, uh, we talked a bunch about and so funny enough, we're not even into our headlines. We just had a lot of superb owl to discuss. <laughs> uh, the NFL can come for us, I guess we did refer to it as the the super big game several times.
2: yes. So so hey, uh, when we get demonetized for this for this pod, you you'll know who to blame. Roger, yeah, thanks for
3: listening to the last ever Adventures in Hell World podcast. Big <laughs> NFL <laughs> is going to come after us. Yeah, they're not going to uh, do anything about all the domestic abuse or whatever, but they are no, going to come after our podcast not. for daring no. to refer to their product as its name.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's let's dig into those headlines.
1: From the digital headlines to the digital front
2: lines, it's cues in the news. So uh, we have uh, more fun with the truckers, both uh, north of the border and uh, here in America. But uh, they're on two different paths because it feels like the Canadian stuff is starting to wind down because uh, they enacted yeah, many laws. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Justin Trudeau has it enacted the "we're we're tired of your shit" law in Canada. And uh, now the police have gotten to the point where they're actually uh, ticketing and uh, letting these people know that they're going to be arrested in the very near future if they don't stop this shit. Uh, some of the protesters have. have well, then uh, I
3: guess we're just going to roll out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
3: we, we still hate the vaccine, but we're just <laughs> going to. We're leaving, but not because you're telling us to.
2: Uh, so, uh, some of the protesters have, uh, they put a, they put a toilet in front of one of the rigs and they threw a bunch of their tickets into the toilet to show how they're defying the government and they're not going to back down, uh, which I'm sure is going to be really this awesome. This is what we to-
1: think your tickets, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the, your name's still on those. It's not the old days. They keep computer records and those tickets are... Uh, because of the governor, it's the premier, not the governor. But the premier of Ottawa is just like, okay, so the tickets for are for up to $100,000 now. What and, tickets, eh? Yeah. I you tickets? <laughs> we enact toilet law. Yeah. Show, show me a ticket, bud. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about.
2: Uh, yeah. Fuck you, Shorzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... And the thing is, is that they're going to have a real good time uh, trying to get their commercial truck license uh, renewed when they have to apply for that next year. So these people are uh, throwing away their uh, careers for their very vague and incoherent protest, I mean, they're talking about the vaccine mandates and how they want them to end. Yet, like a lot of provinces in Canada, are lightening their their uh, mandates. They are uh pulling, they're, they are removing these restrictions.
3: Yeah. Now, for what it's worth, like maybe it's just me personally. I'm not the most plugged in, but I feel like I'm fairly plugged into like the the popular zeitgeist. Recently, like the past week or two this trucker vaccine mandate thing has kind of been the only Corona news that has been like bubbling to the top. Like it just really hasn't been like, like I haven't, it hasn't just been like, Oh, a new variant's been found or like, Oh shit. Omicron is decimating this school system or whatever. I'm sure there's still headlines out there. They just haven't been like breaking huge. So I'm just sort of like, give it a rest guys. Like just like, let's, Let's just keep going and maybe we're finally getting someplace on this one. Shut your stupid mouths. Just get a jab. Just get right. back to work and then we'll be done.
2: Yeah. yeah. And,
1: and most truckers in Canada have. These are the vocal minority. Most Too bad. Of them. Hate them all. Fuck you, yeah. truckers. <laughs> <laughs> Come back yeah. to your
3: fucking country. We don't want you down here. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's somebody from Michigan
1: yeah like yeah i think they are gonna learn real quick that this will this shit will not fly in america right like, they, it, what they,
3: happened to all the heroic truckers that were gonna block all the roads it, of the super bowl where do where do they yeah they,
1: wow yeah you know, they all will get sick somehow because yeah. los angeles cops are historically real kind to truckers man i definitely don't remember riots uh endless riots after los angeles police uh beat a trucker
2: Anything like that. No. Uh, they, yeah. So you have the Canadian truckers who, again, like they, this thing started based on mandates and now they want Trudeau to resign. And like, whenever you actually, like, whenever the media talks to them, they'll fall back to the whole mandate thing. But then they'll get into the the part about freedom and Trudeau's a tyrant. And you have uh, QAnon and, uh, like, Jack Posavec and a bunch of other right-wingers. I think even Tucker Carlson may have, like, given the wink and the nod about this, about how uh, Fidel Castro is uh, Trudeau's father. And and this is one of those things that is just, like, immense in the conspiracy theory world where, like, the evil seed, like – uh, Hit- Merkel is Hitler's daughter uh, Obama's father oh. was ma- uh, We get put
1: in the bonus content all the time where they're oh, just yeah. like everyone's connected Yeah, uh, yeah like Prince Charles is related to Dracula
2: yeah, right. and, and, and the thing that always like makes makes me pull my hair out is people will be like, "Hey, like Trudeau and his wife were like in Cuba like nine months before uh, Trudeau was born." So I mean, hey, it's possible. And it's like, guys, they're arguing in the worst faith possible. Do not in a million years think that uh, there's anything to this.
3: I don't know, man. And- Some of those dots are starting to line up. <laughs>
2: And, I, and, I, and the other thing I love about this whole theory is, like, let's just say that happened. Like, why, why is Trudeau the way he was? Because like, it wasn't like Castro raised him or anything. It's just like the communist seed is just so strong in, 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 the, in the, that Trudeau had to rise to power and then turn Canada into... Hey, man,
3: uh, make, make fun all you like. But you know what they say. Some clues are too small to ignore. <laughs> about it. let that one wrinkle up your brain real quick
1: these two also that made with
3: maple leaf that's on their flag it's fucking red as blood i'm just saying
2: <laughs>
1: <Red>
3: <laughs>
1: what, what could it mean, mean? <laughs> what could it mean
2: uh, yeah it, it's just uh so they're just so disparate with what they want and what they claim they want and uh now that uh now that the cops are actually telling them, like, look, guys, it's over. Like, this this is going to end. Uh, I, I really do wonder, like, what is going to be, like, the final play for these people? Are they going to, like, go the whole way out and demand to be arrested and, like, physically dragged away? Or are they going to just, like, slink away and enjoy their massive fines and the loss of their license and all that stuff like coming down the line. Like how bad do they want the consequences to be for what they have done? Like how committed are they to the bit that they're willing to really get themselves crushed? Or are they going to just accept like the level of crushing they've already inflicted upon themselves?
3: Who, who can say? <laughs> I feel like they're probably going to fucking roll over immediately. Like- yeah. Yeah. I feel like the rolling over process happened literally the moment the police were like all right get the fuck out of here I'm like for real though no? and they were just like all right well
2: i believe we made our point we yeah. to <laughs> just leave <laughs> yeah uh the new york times had a really horrifying uh interview with uh two absolute pieces of shit uh who were at the vaccine at, the, at this protest, and they were totally like spl- explaining that this was about the vaccine, and that the two of them are unvaccinated, and their daughter is in some sort of care and uh, people like on the internet saw that it was palliative care and they thought the child was dying, but other people have looked into it and it was, it's probably like uh, assisted living and the child may have like some sort of uh, cognitive uh, deficiencies, but the two parents were just like, we can't see our daughter because we're not vaccinated. So that's why we're here at this protest, leaving our daughter alone probably for over a year or so that she hasn't seen her parents because we, her asshole parents refused to get vaccinated to be allowed to be admitted to see her. So it's like, no, you're not the victims. Your child is the victim. And they're the victim of you. You horrible pieces of shit. Yeah.
3: yeah. It- hey man, when life gives you a free pass to avoid having to deal with your fucking kid for a year or more. <laughs> like, you're not going to look <laughs> like a horse at the bath. It's <laughs> like, oh... We don't have to go visit our daughter if we're unvaccinated, you say. Well, in that case, we suddenly have very strong opinions about vaccines. (laughs) It's just my personal choice. Yeah. Anyway, you take care of my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in a couple of years. (laughs) It's like like Cancun Cruise. When the guy gets tough, you get the fuck out. See you later. Ooh, We're going to take this one. I remember right early in the uh, early in the Rona, uh, I was working food service, and uh, as soon as it became clear that anybody, for any reason, could just be like, I'm feeling slightly sick, and they got an a- effectively unlimited amount of time off, no questions asked, um, I was
1: just like, oh no, bud. Yeah, this will come <laughs> back and bite you in the ass eventually.
3: Yeah. I was like, holy shit, we're just never going to have any staff. Everyone's going to be like, you know what, I could go to work today, or... I could literally just claim that I am a little bit sick and enjoy my free no-questions-ask-at-least-seven-day vacation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. How did that work out for a lot of them? <sighs>
3: uh, I mean, like, I, I think for a bunch of them, it actually just worked out just fine. Some people some people were like, oh, the, the, those of us that were actually there working got, uh, got bonuses. Um, but. Yeah, I can still see. The, I can definitely see the impulse. I mean, there there have certainly been times where it's just like, I'm not fucking, I'm not doing anything today. I'm just, I'm, I'm quote unquote sick.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I haven't done it during the Rona though, because it just seems sketchy. Because if you if you do that, you're committing to like having several days off or whatever. Yeah,
1: not wrong. Anyway, yeah. this
3: doesn't have shit to do with shit. Let's talk about something else. Uh, seamless segue to the Durham thing we haven't brought up in a while because it's never really been relevant. It's just popular in QAnon circles.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Popular uh, and useless. So why are we talking about Durham this week?
2: Uh well because Durham has uh percolated up to uh Fox News level of obfuscation and bullshittery. And and, they, and,
3: and uh indignance. Like they're just being the like that, that graphic of them just being
2: look at how little
3: people are talking about Durham.
2: Yeah oh yeah. I mean, like, because of I mean, nothing. Mean, Like, that's the thing that's so funny is that the the, the right wing has that uh, have your cake and eat it too kind of thing. On the one hand, if the mainstream media covers your bullshit, you can be like, look, it's a real story. It's so powerful. Even the fake news media has to cover it. And if they don't cover it, then you can be like, hey, why aren't they covering it? They know it's so explosive. It'll, like, tear the house down if they dared pay attention
1: to it. (laughs) So take us through... The details of this, Mike.
2: Okay, so uh, what happened, and now the biggest red flag about all of this is that Durham specifically released uh, this little bit of bullshit from him, uh, this little filing. He released it two days after the statute of limitations would have passed on this uh, being a chargeable crime. So he waited until he actually couldn't charge these people for this crime. And he then (laughs) it's even more toothless. Right. So, but but, the, 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 what he was trying to do with this thing is he's trying to make a case against Michael Sussman, who is the guy that he's actually going to have to go to court and try to convict uh, for lying to the FBI. And the case is, let's just say, fucking really weak. Um,
1: <laughs> some might say thin.
2: Some, oh, oh God, the, the, the tissue thin uh, case uh, against Sussman. Uh, as a matter of fact, I believe like either this week or next week, Sussman's lawyers are actually going to get their chance to file for dismissal, which is going to be very interesting to see because it's, it's possible <laughs> the judge to be like, yeah, you're right, fuck this, it's done. But um, So uh, Durham ba- basically uh, posted this thing about how through this uh, series of contrivances and this, that, and the other things, uh, a group of people were uh, monitoring or doing something illicit with uh, White House internet traffic. And that this was uh, not, this was, this was illegal. This was uh, hacking. This was uh, Fox News uh, took Durham's report and then used the term infiltrate in their own reporting, which Durham never used. And they're just trying to spin this yarn that the people who did this uh, were doing it um, for malicious purposes. When, the reality of what was happening was these are just people that were hired to monitor uh, White House traffic. It's like uh, the DNS uh, files. So basically, if you go to a website, I see that you went to that website, but I have no idea what you did on that website. Like, all I would know is like, oh, Sarge went to eBay, but I don't know, like, what products he looked at. I don't know if he bought anything. I just, all I know is that, like, your computer linked up to a website and that's all these people uh did and this is something that's like public sourced this is something that's legal so
3: yeah but it's it's so explosive because it just shows how often they were ordering pizza at the white house and
2: yeah exactly
3: we talk about in the old bonus content pizza is i mean it could only mean one thing
2: Oh, absolutely! Oh, god! Well, it's really funny that you said that because uh, this morning when what I was doing mean? yeah, when I was doing my standard scouring of of a uh, QAnon, one guy uh, was posting about this the Russia Gate thing, and he was like, "Hey, check out the, the check out the Pizza Gate reference at the start of this." Oh, it's all coming out now, baby. Like, no, like they just can't, they just can't get enough. They like all of their old conspiracy theories just get recycled and, and put back into the narrative over and over again. And uh, so, but what does it mean, Mike? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It means that uh, they've got nothing, and uh, we had the whole issue of the 15 uh, boxes full of documents that should not have been at Mar-a-Lago and all of the other uh, Trump malfeasance between 1-6 and this, that, and the other thing. So somebody needed uh, a smokescreen. Somebody needed a way to divert attention away from uh, all the shit that's going on in Trump world. And the way they got to that um, smokescreen was having Durham write up some bullshit about how uh, Trump was having his campaign and his White House hacked by Hillary Clinton and all the bad people. And so now the right wing uh, news slash entertainment uh, echo chamber has been throwing a fit for the past week about how we finally got her. It's been confirmed. Hillary spied on him. She's going down.
1: (laughs) The Russians spied on him. It was the, the Yodel phones, right? Yes. Yodel. Like these phones that are made in Russia, apparently had, State sponsored spyware installed on them.
2: Yeah. It's it's it, like yeah, there were a bunch of those phones that were near the White House, and that was one of the things that, that the people who were monitoring this stuff were like, oh shit. And then they like went to the FBI and were like, this is some stuff that we think is not great. And basically, if you're arguing this from the QAnon side, you believe that these people were doing these things maliciously, which they were not. And then you have to believe that they went to law enforcement in bad faith when there was obviously a very innocent explanation as to why, uh, like all the web traffic and the Russian phones were in the area.
3: Well, I'd like to hear it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would like to hear it too. But uh, yeah, they just and, and then you try to tie Sussman to Hillary, and you try to tie this. Uh, these people that were were monitoring the web traffic to Sussman, to Hillary. It's just this incredibly thin uh, way to try to create the QAnon conspiracy theory about uh, the fact that Obama and Hillary were using all of the powers of the government to, to spy on candidate Trump and then President Trump after the fact. And like, this is an actual real thing. And it's not like all of the people that I've been f- following, who actually take this shit seriously and pay attention to it, have made it clear that uh, Durham is just just throwing shit at a wall in an effort to either uh, get attention and placate uh, Trump and the right wing, or he's just desperately trying to make a case against Sussman that has even a chance of making it to trial. So. I just really think that this is uh this is much ado about nothing. I mean this happens like every three or four months where suddenly it's like, oh shit, explosive revelations in Russia gate. And then people are like, no, this isn't explosive. We knew about this two years ago. There's nothing to it. Uh, As a matter of fact, like Cash Patel, who's been like one of the guys promoting this shit, he was in the government. He was part of uh, he was part of DOD and he knew about this then when he was in when he was in the Trump administration. So if like he or anyone gave a fuck about it, they would have done something about it then and they didn't. And again, Durham waited until the statute of limitations was up before he even talked about it because he didn't want to actually try to file a charge on this. He knew he was going to he would have got laughed out of court if he did.
3: I think that was maybe the most Mike raines moment of the podcast so far. It was, was there's something so charming about the fact that he immediately went from saying it was much ado about nothing to seamlessly spinning back up and then ranting about it for another full minute. No, I was I- just like. I was just like, holy shit. It was just he was he's just like, yeah, this is total bullshit. There's nothing to it. But another thing
2: there is to it. I thought it was just so funny. I thought it was so funny. Well, the chart there's something to the charges. There's plenty to the bullshit narrative that's been created around the charges. I mean, it's just (laughs) it's just it's just hilarious that they can just keep doing it. They can just keep dangling the same shiny pair of car keys in front of these people, and every time it's exciting to them. Every time they're like, Oh, it's so Good. This time we're gonna get Hillary. It's like no, you're not. You're you're never gonna get Hillary. She's gonna die at like ninety eight of natural causes. And you'll then and only then we'll be like finally justice. Finally, that like lady who Q said he had at the negotiating table begging for a plea deal in two thousand and seven has passed away in two thousand and thirty. We got her. We we did it, guys. We won. It's just it's just hilarious. All right, Mike. We get it we get it <laughs> all right mike
3: no we just uh we should probably uh pivot away from this we did we need to we need to uh, wash our hands of durham for the time being uh much like trump's former accountants washing their hands of him and all of his probably not legal business dealings yeah. like yeah you know we were doing the president's work there for that time and uh you know, you
1: probably <laughs> should not listen to what we said during that time. Do not look at the man
2: behind the curtain. Yeah. yeah. So,
3: Mike, take us in. What's going on with, with Trump's former merry men?
2: So uh, the Macers or the Macer accounting firm uh, issued a statement saying, like, look, uh, we are no longer accepting the Trump organization as a client for our, um, our tax preparing purposes. And BTW, uh, we no longer have any uh, like way of uh, validating any of the stuff that Trump said about his taxes for the last ten years. So if you guys look into if you, if you guys look into that stuff for the past decade and you find anything shady, that's not on us. We we take no blame for it.
3: We we are, we are pleading shaggy on this one. It wasn't. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it, is. it wasn't us. <laughs> yeah. Yes. wow. but
2: he claimed a charitable donation.
3: It wasn't us yes.
2: <laughs> and uh the big thing that has uh come up is that it appears that uh Trump claimed a uh apartment that had like a ten thousand square foot um like floor space actually had like a thirty thousand uh square foot space. And it was so. It like, wasn't us. Nope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this wasn't even like a, uh, a a value thing. This was a just outright. This building, which is this size, Trump claimed was three times that size, in order to try to get um, a higher evaluation for um, the uh, for, for the property. So it's just. Uh, it, it, it is so obviously, um... but
3: that's just like it's another honest mistake. Just like, uh, yeah, like the thing, oh, yeah. we're just supposed to overlook it.
2: Yes, oh God, yeah. It, yeah, every now and then you uh accidentally uh hit the three button on your calculator when you're calculating the square foot of an apartment, and suddenly it's three it's three times larger than it should be it should be and I love it would be it would be
3: less egregious if it was just if he had listed it as being exactly ten times larger, right like <laughs> oh, it's like an accounting error. Like, they probably just put a decimal in the wrong place. You can't ask them because they're claiming it wasn't us. It wasn't us. Okay. But, <laughs> uh, so, but let's just say that this is the oddest human error. That's fine. But no, at times three, that's a little harder. How are you accidentally hitting three, bruv? It's like, yeah. yeah. I don't know about all that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so they're just like, w- there more than washing their hands they're like that man the 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 whole new york prosecution of him for tax evasion has to be really moving along if his accountants their legal team is just like okay our best move here is to fucking cut all ties with the former president just Fucking cut ties. We are yeah. done and out. We are no longer in the Trump business. This it's is like the, the white
3: work. collar version of rats leaving a like a sinking ship.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's accountants running away from a bad scam. Yeah, they're
3: just like, ooh, this is this is coming back on us. I also love the idea that you could do that. Right? Can you imagine? Like it's just like, oh, we were the people like responsible for Trump's money during all this time. Like, you know, we were dealing with his finances and now the government is asking us a bunch of questions about this period because they think that he may have been doing fraudulent shit. I love their that they're just like we disavow all of the stuff that we did over the past ten years. Like, don't worry about that. Like we can't don't look into that. We got nothing to do with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do not look the-
3: that's not a power we can invoke. I can't you do just, that. I look I at can't the main like, curtain. Yeah. I can just be like, uh, all the stuff I did from when I was college age to when I was 30. We're ignoring that. None yeah. of that happened. <laughs>
2: yeah. D- yeah. D- d- don't ask us about it. Cause we, we, we don't know. I can no longer verify the details of what
3: happened during that period of time. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: oh my God. Yeah, I mean, um, this looks really fucking bad for Trump, right? I mean, I feel like this is like a self-evidently incredibly embarrassing thing for him at the very least.
2: Yeah, he and he came out and said that they are a bunch of assholes and he hates them and they're and they're lying and they suck. Um, Did
3: somebody else for the Trump campaign like come out and just be like, "Yeah, we don't know why everyone's making such a big deal about this. We're just not using that accounting firm anymore. Whatever, it's fine."
1: <laughs> yeah, which is the correct move. That yeah. is the thing you are supposed to say if you're not an idiot. But Trump, his ego just will not let him not say something. You know, the,
3: the real power move would have been like, "Yeah, we're not using that accounting firm anymore. We suspect that they may have been doing some tricky stuff behind the scenes that the the, the that none of us knew about."
1: Yeah, <laughs> let's
3: just say, let's just say that we've received data now that indicates that uh, this company and this company alone. <laughs> that, that, for instance, one of Trump's properties was three times larger than it actually was. Can you believe that? Like, <laughs> do, do, do you believe that somebody like Donald Trump could make such an error? I don't think so. No.
2: Nah. He, he is the mind of a steel trap. He's like one of the. Uh, <laughs> the mind of a steel trap. Oh, just absolutely the most brilliant man ever, that's ever yeah. existed. <laughs>
3: oh. Mind of that, a steel trap. That sounds like some translated from a different language thing uh, yeah. for, for like some superhero who's. Like one of his powers is being like big brain, and it's just like subtitle and the mind of a steel trap.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, it's an old Superman thing. Oh god.
2: <laughs> okay, well, uh, poor poor Donny well, Trump. It's but, a. I got his face. But, Yeah, but it, as as Elle was saying, like about what you're supposed to say. L, in his tirade against uh, the Macers, said, we have a great company with fantastic assets that are unique, extremely valuable, and in many cases, far more valuable than what was listed on their financial statements, which is basically saying you were undervaluing things so you could get a tax break. Like, we were cooking the books both ways. We were saying things were more expensive than they were, and also we would claim things were not as expensive as they were.
3: It all Um, evens out. Don't, yeah. <laughs> that's why Donald Trump paid like two hundred dollars in taxes that one year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, you know, because most of it, like his books were almost perfectly balanced. <laughs>
1: exactly, <laughs>
3: like when you, balanced, when you perfectly like balance your books, you don't pay. You pay exactly zero dollars in tax. Yeah, that yeah.
1: is your government that doesn't is how cut you that works. In check,
3: and you don't cut the government a check. You are just perfect with your finances. It's just straight <laughs> the line. that's yeah. how it's supposed to work, right?
2: Oh, exactly, one hundred percent. Yeah. So also there's talk now that uh, the uh, New York attorney general may actually um, demand that Trump give a deposition or be forced to testify as to the uh, legitimacy of his tax records. And since this is a civil case, there is no Fifth Amendment protection on that front. That he can't avoid testifying. It would be hilarious, however, if in that civil deposition that Trump started aggressively taking the Fifth, which is something that Trump himself has said: if you take the Fifth Amendment, you're a crook. So that would be super, super awesome if that was. I what mean, actually the, like, happened.
3: even if they like served him with papers, like he's just going to ignore them, right? He's going <laughs> to. He's, he's going to part- be like, well, "I'm." He's going to be like, "I'm Caucasian enough to just ignore these." Like, come at me. He, like, he's going to like, get a
2: giant, going... Yeah. he's going to get an eighteen-wheel rig, and he's going to grab a toilet. He's going to put the toilet in front of the truck, and he's going to throw the subpoena into the toilet. He'll be Like boom! what so I think about your subpoena. How you like them apples?
3: Did I hear that Donald Trump needs an eighteen-wheeler? white of his Pride, here to help the glorious president of the United States.
1: Oh man! Uh, we definitely oh, uh, did come up with that.
2: <laughs> oh, I, 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 mean, I, I am, I, I cancel myself as I state that I'm a huge fan of *White Miss Pride*. So yes, the absolute worst. Oh God, we're such horrible nerds.
3: <laughs> *White of Pride* probably sounded a little different there because I was in the middle of a leg cramp and decided like, to <laughs> so go for it. Like I, just, I, I like readjusted in my seat uh, as the bit was coming up, and uh, suddenly my legs started cramping, and I was just like, "Well, I'm not not going to try the bit. I'm going, I'm <laughs> going in
2: anyway. I'm like, it's it's this is going to be my flu game." <laughs> L, p- positively Jordan-esque with, with the point of his pride reference. <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: your boy needs some more some more bananas i need to get some potassium up ends apparently <laughs>
2: yes
3: which is an okay. easy sell because i love bananas
4: <laughs>
3: yep uh anyway uh, spe- speaking of uh oh, Loving bananas se- se- segue into the ukraine from bananas i mean i'm only one man like i'm just like <laughs> a regular i'm not like a superhuman podcast machine that seems incredibly incredibly difficult yeah, that one was. Really I should inv- Maybe I should invade some bananas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Fucking nailed it! It was worth going back for. You got there. <laughs> yes, yeah,
3: well, I mean that. Maybe that would be true. Uh, I- I'm sure you're still being sarcastic, but maybe it would be true uh, if it were for the fact that I think the most recent news is that maybe we're not invading a bunch of bananas. Yeah, it's all up in the air as to whether or not we're invading the bananas. Yeah. No,
1: we're- <laughs> It seems like the uh, the King K rule uh, has is moving his troops off the border of and, Ukraine.
3: And whatever whatever Putin decides to do with his bananas, QAnon is going to think that he is playing twelve dimensional chess. That's right. We skipped all the other numbers in which twelve d And like all of his moves are brilliant. And boy howdy, him and Kim Jong and Trump are just the greatest democratically elected leaders on the planet. Yeah
1: you're not wrong Um, yeah all right mike
3: to fill us in what's what's going on with the movements in the ukraine um, aka bananas for those of you who uh aren't hip to the lingo
2: yeah uh right now there appears to be a bunch of disputes about if the uh russians are withdrawing their military from uh, the ukrainian border um there were a lot of reports out uh yesterday that this was a thing that people were seeing uh right now uh, the united states and nato are claiming that they uh, have not seen this uh even though putin is claiming that yeah we're winding down we're we're pulling back a little we're we're trying to we're trying to like ease up on this whole thing so Right now, it does appear that at the very least, uh, Russia is uh, trying to uh, diffuse the situation on some level, but if that's actually what they're doing, or if they're just trying to uh, lull people into a false sense of security before they launch an invasion, uh, that can't be said. Uh, What's really funny is that um, between the Durham stuff uh once you get into the whole russia gate narrative uh one of the big things that is in that is that russia is the good guys about everything and ukraine are the bad guys cuz they were the ones who colluded with the democrats to help <laughs> biden win the election yeah. so uh i remember reading uh some posts where one qanon promoter was like ukraine is about to get wild and I was like, if by wild, you mean being attacked by Russia and lots of people getting killed? Like, just the idea that people were like, excited at the idea of a Russian invasion of a neighboring, uh, neighboring country. It's like, man, uh, that's fucked up. But then you remember that these people were really thrilled about the coup in Myanmar. It was like, yeah, the military just took over this democratically elected government. Woohoo, way to go, Myanmar. I wish that would happen in America. That'd be great. So uh, rooting for the bad guys is kind of like one of QAnon's favorite pastimes. Yeah, my my own
1: senator, who I did not vote for, Josh Halley, uh, commented in his caring water for Putin, it is baffling how many... GOP senators, there are just like you know what's great, Putin. Like you guys love this, right? We love Russia historically.
2: Yeah, everyone not got
3: to love. Look at look at its scenic landscapes, its vibrant cultures and peoples. It's. <laughs> Beautiful, dim- like, deft, democratically elected and diplomatic. All the Ds. Daddy Putin <laughs> is so good. Daddy Putin. Everything. What? What isn't there to love about Russia? The cuisine? Uh, oh, baby.
2: Uh, the <laughs> fact- <laughs> it's really something. <laughs> like, like, you literally just drink yourself blind every day when you live there. Just to try to get over the fact that you're in Russia, which has just been... Basically, because just they on just fuck off cold in most of it, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah just for, like literally, that's their big wartime advantage is that if you invade us, eventually it will get incredibly fucking cold and you will leave because you just can't deal with that. It's just yeah, they've like, got home building, yeah. It's it it
3: like rough living in Russia. I'm not gonna lie, even if circumstances in their like politics were better, it still seems like yeah. it's, it's it's always gonna be a baseline, a little bit rough in, in yeah. that region of the
2: world. Yeah, even if it was like a thriving democracy and everyone was just like enjoying equality and a good time, it's like, oh wait, now it's November. So now for the next like four months, I basically have to remember to like get in get inside the moment the sun goes down, or else I might just like die of exposure. It's the same
3: thing for like whatever you hear about like how like sort of like rough and tumble places in Alaska can be. You're just like fucking yeah, it's cold as fuck. It's like
1: just like balls cold. Yeah, everything (laughs) is just thirty days of night. It wasn't about vampires. It was just living in a, 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 a living in that state. Yeah,
3: it's fucking crazy shit. I mean, uh, we we all have it so easy living in our continental United States.
2: Yeah. And so, like, the other thing about this, like, uh, Russia ordeal, is that. Putin has replaced Trump as the surrogate father for QAnon because their orange daddy like shows up once a month to do a rally or to uh, promote his new social network, which is is hilarious. But like to actually have like a big time mover and shaker in the world political spectrum, the only guy that fits that bill for them is Putin. So the fact that Putin is in opposition to Biden just makes him the good guy, which is. I I remember back in my day, like Ronald Reagan and all these people like hating the communists and fighting Russia. But now it's just like, nope, Putin's actually the good guy. He's actually our hero. And it, uh, I it was really funny listening to uh, the episode of Knowledge Fight where – like Alex shows like Putin's like in favor of Christianity and like our morality and all this good stuff. And like the quote unquote expert he was was like, nah, Putin's actually bullshitting about the Christianity stuff. He doesn't care about any of that. And you could just feel Alex deflating like a balloon that his like godly Russian dictator is actually really not that godly. And it was like, no, but I wanted my Russian daddy to love Jesus.
3: Yeah. Would <laughs> you say that he's uh he's just been Putin on a show.
2: Oh!
1: I feel Ellen uh, inside.
0: Oh,
2: I knew, was, I, I, I knew it was coming, and I was just like, oh, this is... this is." I, I'm still going to enjoy this, because that guy, Putin's name is just rife for that hilarity.
3: Yeah, I mean, you, you, you may have been suspecting it was coming, but blissfully now, your weight is ogre. Yes! That's right, I <laughs> circled back to it. it. It didn't get enough of a laugh the first time around, so we're going back. Yay! Hey, yes. <laughs> That's, uh, that, that that one's for people who listen to the whole podcast. That's a special <laughs> shout out to anybody who manages to make it past. You're one of the like real the ones. 30 minute mark.
2: Yeah, you're not one of the fair weather hell world followers. <laughs> you, you're,
3: you're... <sighs> oh man, yeah. Oh uh, jeez, it's yeah. it's so easy. It's so easy to to make fun of Vladimir Putin. Uh, his name could be used in a, a series of stupid buns. And then you can always just fall back to talking about him riding shirtless on horseback.
2: Um,
3: yep. I, I love that. Is like it's just so great because to the rational person that does seem ridiculous, but to the Q people, it is a show of his manly Chad energy. <laughs> oh, they, <laughs> they put him on a boat, and oh my god, they would definitely do an orgasm right, right in their, right in their dungarees.
2: <laughs> Oh they absolutely would. It's it's just yeah, it's just so funny to me how e- the the buttons you can just push with these people to get the reactions you want out of them because they're so simple. They're so pre-programmed. Like uh Trump was doing an interview about whatever the hell like again, he uh the Truth social network which uh apparently uh, is in beta testing right now and like Trump posted his first uh I don't know what you his uh, first truth on truth. It's not a tweet, and um, like Trump Jr. Gross. was like Trump was like Trump Jr. was signal boosting it on Twitter because that's what you do when you have a very powerful social network. You go to Twitter to brag about how strong your network is. And, I don't need Twitter. I have Truth, and um, uh, oh, oh god, my brain just melted there. But it, it's just that you have Trump like flailing around like pay attention to me and it's like, no, we love we love Vladdy now. We love Vlad because he's gonna bring down Biden by invading Ukraine to find the Russia gate documents that prove that Hillary and Obama were spying on Trump and then Trump will be president again. Like it's just it's just like really like you really think the world is just like an overwritten three hour long movie. That's going to finally give you the payoff you're looking for. And Q, and I was like, yeah, that's what we think. Q said you're watching a movie, so that has to be right, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. And it's like, no, it actually doesn't. You're, like, The world is, sadly, exactly what it seems like. You. No, are- wait, man.
3: It's Hobbs and Shaw, but with Trump and Putin. It's the, the sexiest movie there is.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> I just I, I just thought about that, and I was just thinking about uh, Trump having his head photoshopped on top of the rock's body, and then that reminded me of the fact that we have endlessly seen that photoshopped uh, picture of Trump's head on Rocky's body, and it's I'm just-
3: like uh, I feel like this line of work has poisoned your mind, and you spend too much time recalling images of Donald Trump's face posted on hard abbed body men. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an incredibly specific form of post traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> Any number of things could trigger memories of you picturing Donald Trump with like ripped, oiled up, shredded, uh, just toned, beefy bod. But <laughs> you can like see the see the pubic bone that that whole deal. Oh, oh yeah, where it's like maybe wearing some <laughs> tidy whitey, so he's not showing. You know, you know, you just see the whole the whole Stretching package. Yeah, the
1: eye, letting you know where. Yeah, his but dick it's letting is.
3: you know where where the Mushroom Kingdom is.
2: <laughs> <sighs> that was no! Fun. Okay, we did to flee. We did to flee yeah.
1: of this time bit to go right to away. Questions.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we're going to go back right now. We will never speak at the previous segment again.
1: <laughs> Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A.
2: Uh, so, uh, Gaspacho Libre Nurse. <laughs> Nurse Shark changed her name. <laughs> Uh, asks, uh, curious to hear perspectives on one of these. Uh, WTF is up with Ron Watkins' behavior and an ad where he acts like he knows how to whittle a hammock from a cactus. Uh, two, what are the what are the reactions? Wow, Understand? what
3: a sentence. Wait a minute. Can yeah. we, uh, I, 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 let's, I, let's put our thing down, flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> what are we talking about? Ron I, Watkins but, apparently claimed in a campaign ad that he could whittle A
2: hammock out of a cactus? I have no idea. I'm going to have to do my own research and find out about the hammock cactus. Yeah, if you're going to make poll claims like that, we're going to need some source. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to have to look into that. And, uh... Two, uh, what are the reactions and understandings of the derm filing? I'm sure the Q influencer being helpful and rational. Uh, we did it. We won. It's over. It's happening. That's their reactions. to the one. Two, uh, we're going to have to actually witness uh, the Ron Watkins uh, <laughs> cactus hammock <laughs> ad, which uh, I had not heard about because, again, um, the last that we had known about Ron and and his dumb uh, appearances before the camera, he was like packing heat in front of Trump's border wall and uh, talking about how he was going to protect America from uh, the uh, the dusky hued horde coming from our southern border and all that on all that danger. And, I
3: wonder. Uh, uh, I wonder how many campaign ads he's going to make. And uh, if it's going to be enough of them, maybe we could do like a bonus episode at some point where we just watch, watch, react to all of Ron Watkins' dumb campaign ads. <laughs> Especially if he's like trying to whittle, if he's trying to whittle yeah. cactuses into stuff. That is something I got to see. That, that is a specific art form. I don't that even I know what that means. <laughs> I, I'm cactuses. also not entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure that like effectively. A Japanese incel has not perfected this cactus carving technique. It just seems like you have to be around the substance to get that job done. As far as I know, there aren't other cactuses in Japan. Maybe I'm wrong. Cacti in Japan?
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm looking at uh, like one of the Ron Watkins ads, and it's just him in front of the wall, just uh, you know doing the Ron Watkins thing because he. Again, oh boy, that man.
3: I like to, it would be great if that was the added question and he wasn't like near cactuses or a hammock at all. He was (laughs) just like standing in front of the wall, just being like, I'm Ron Watkins. And I'm proud of the work that Donald Trump has done to keep, uh, you know, Mexicans in their country where they belong. And fun fact about me, I can whittle a hammock out of a cactus. Isn't that neat? Anyway, (laughs) I sure would appreciate your vote. Thanks yeah. for listening
1: to my campaign ad. I'm Rod <laughs> Watkins, and I live in Japan. <laughs> yeah. I don't live in America. And no. in case you didn't know, I'm not Just white. fun
3: facts. He just tosses one of those in each of his campaign ads. Yeah.
2: Just like I, a little, uh,
3: a little yeah. fun fact about Rod
2: Watkins. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, those fun facts would probably be pretty terrible after a little while. Um, so uh, thank you for the question and uh, glorious derailment of the podcast, uh, Nurse Shark. Um, asks, why is MSM completely ignoring QAnon and how dangerous it is? There should be daily updates on every major network. Um, it's just not nearly as uh, sexy or interesting to them when they don't have a dum-dum like Trump to ask the question about. And then Trump's just sort of like, "Eh, I've heard they're good. They don't like pedophiles. What's not to like about QAnon? And then you get to write up think pieces about the fact that, like, the president of the United States is a colossal moron who doesn't get the danger of uh, millions of people living in a false narrative because he just wants them to vote for him because he just craves political power and is brazen and shameless about it. He is a colossal moron. Also,
3: for what it's worth, I think where we are right now, uh, if fucking, like, CNN and, you know, all these places started doing, like, more in-depth QAnon coverage, I think it would be net negative, right? They would just be like exposing QAnon to more people who right now are just ignorant but don't have a direction.
2: And and yeah, I think that's I think that's part of it. And the other part of it I think is that like it's really hard for major news networks to like get this kind of stuff right because they're just so inept about um how they uh Like how they explain QAnon to their audience, they're just always.
1: It's hard to explain. There's so many little details,
2: and then like like
1: you're saying, if if you mess up any one thing, they dogpile on you and see they don't know what they're talking about. Oh, absolutely! Describing
3: QAnon is easy when people ask me, "Hey, what uh, what's QAnon about?" I'm just like, "All right, so picture dumb fucks."
1: (laughs) Okay, I got it. I got it in my head.
3: Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Now just, let's just, continue eating this meal
1: from Carl's Jr.
2: <laughs> that was not <laughs> anytime,
1: anytime Foxy has questions about this stuff or like Gamergate, like she just gets real combative. She's like, but why did they believe that? And I was like, just off. They're awful people. I don't like, I'm not a representative. I've tried to explain to you why, but like, well, wh- why is Gamergate exist? And I'm like, misogyny and racism. I, like, It's not complicated, but you're, you're coming at me I'm real gonna, hard maybe,
3: here. Maybe uh, explore the facts individually. Yeah.
1: Do, do your own research.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it really is just about ethics and video game journalism. Have it definitely ever
1: is. It always is.
2: Have, have you ever thought about that? I mean... Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, that Assassin's Creed game has a 7.8? What the fuck, bro? Like... <laughs> That, like all right, let's get together and tell this female video game journalist to commit self harm uh <laughs> let's go boys We're sa- we're doing it, we're saving journalism
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i uh Locken, yikes I, I, yeah i i in our in our uh, group chat, I posted a photo of uh, ron watkins packing heat on the border. he looks so serious there's no way there's no way yeah. no one, no way anyone's crossing over now ronnie ronnie watts is on the case uh sadly there's does anyone
3: Hi, my name is ron Watkins, and you know i really appreciate the work president trump did here on our border wall and fun fact about me you see this shiny belt buckle my favorite part of the day is polishing this thing i just really find the act of polishing metals to just be satisfying in a way that most other activities aren't anyway i sure would appreciate your vote thanks for listening to my campaign
2: ad in like five years, we're gonna do like an onion thing where we we have a giant mea culpa about the how the Diamond Joe uh, series of uh, columns made Joe Biden look way too cool, and mm-hmm. now we're now we're sad because he's beating our boy Bernie in the primaries. So, like, when, when <laughs> Rodman <we're laughs> out- at
3: Hell were responsible for President Watkins. <laughs>
2: I was going to say that I think I think it's really man Rod Watkins got like eight percent of the primary vote. Fuck, we obviously like put him over that. We actually got him an extra three percent that he shouldn't have got. That's that's on us, our bad. Maybe, guys. Like those adventures in Hell
3: World's cats really shouldn't have uploaded that video on YouTube of a CGI bottle of Rod Watkins doing the flossing dance. <laughs> It blew up. It made it really popular.
2: Oh God. I, I'm just imagining like that would be like the, the greatest thing. Cause like it wouldn't even be like the bit from Peacemaker where everyone's just like solemn and stone faced while they're dancing. Ron Watkins flossing would be that, but it would be just totally in character for him. He would just be looking at the camera, dead eyed arms, like swaying from side to side. And then he'd just be like, I was told to do that rhythmic dancing because the youth care about it. And I'm all about the youth vote. Please vote for me, Rob <laughs> And would just be like, oh, God. Time to go back to Japan to recharge my batteries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, uh, Reverend Zeno Fact asks: uh, Is it just me, or is there even more aliens, paranormal, and ascending master crab in QAnon world today? It's been there since er- it's been there since the early times, but I feel like it's surging. Um, I don't know that I've seen a lot of it. I, I mean, I think like the biggest thing that's like coming from that world of bullshit is the med beds, which is basically uh, like Star Trek level technology where you just like lay in the bed and it heals you of all your injuries. Oh, it's that thing from Elysium. Yeah, it's Elysium. It's Elysium. Yeah, and uh, like like that kind of sci fi nonsense I've seen getting more. Um, more pushed in the community than the other stuff. Aliens. Uh, that so when
3: was... when uh, when filthy liberals sit in their med beds, do they have flashback sequences to when they were living amongst the natives and learning their ways?
2: <laughs> Obviously, we do. Uh, A little
1: Ron topical was...
3: reference for you folks. Yeah, right.
1: I mean that new that new Avatar movie is definitely coming out.
3: Sometime no. this any decade, decade, any day now. That new
1: yeah. Avatar movie.
3: That is not what I was referencing, but it does totally work. So, bu- so bully on you. Fair play. We took it to the judges, and they said they'll allow
1: it. Yeah, I was like, wait, no, you—that's what you were talking about. I was like, oh no, wait, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was Boba Fett. I was talking about Boba Fett. <laughs> I was referencing a bunch dumber thing
3: yeah you started talking about avatar i was like what are you on about And i was like oh wait a minute no that totally does work <laughs> <laughs> although i guess they weren't bed beds because the guy was still uh paralyzed right so they yeah. could have fixed his mind with the bed they just allowed him to live life among
1: the tribe how, how could he possibly come to this conclusion no. uh ron was getting into aliens there for a minute right
2: yeah-ron that was his he like had like alien leaks like the and I remember Jordan Sather was like, Hey, bro, don't forget about me. I was the original o g alien guy in the QAnon world, so uh, i mean they've they just go wherever like kind of the the grift takes them for like what's the new hotness, and like right now. It's uh, the forbidden it's the hidden technology stuff. It's the fact that like we should be able to travel amongst the stars and the deep states hiding like warp drives and anti-gravity stuff from us. Do they, are they
1: in on the the shit where they they think they're um, they're fighting the secret war in the future on Mars and then they' like their minds are put in the bodies of super
2: soldiers. Uh, they haven't gone full Project Camelot, no. So I haven't, I haven't seen that stuff. But that would be awesome. Like uh, there was a, a clip that I saw during the Super Bowl. It was like an ancient Alex Jones clip where he, back before his voice became all gravelly and he and he gains a hundred pounds and all that stuff. But it was him just like whining about people in Texas wanting to talk to him about the Cowboys. And the best part about his like tirade is that in the middle of the tirade. He's getting mad about the fact that if people would just focus up and pay attention to the world, we could have toppled the new world order and gotten a hold of the like the jump gate technology and the warp drive and jump all this kind gate. of stuff. The time and it, travel, right? And it, and it was just like basically Alex was saying, "I hate all you nerds who love sports because you should be nerds that like sci-fi because that's the nerd stuff that I enjoy." and it was just like calm down alex calm down relax buddy relax there's there, we, we, the if we had the ability to uh sell shit to inter, like intergalactic federations i think human capitalism would have would have gotten on that trade right quick um I know that Star Trek likes to present us as one thing, but at all the other different races we encounter as being, like, kind of, like, bad versions of us. But uh, right now we're the Ferengi. We're just actually the Ferengi. We would absolutely 100% just, like, sell all our wares to the highest bidder, whoever that was. So, uh, no, we would not be withholding uh, that kind of technology from us because – you don't uh, then, have
1: to explain how ridiculous. You don't have to explain to us how ridiculous it is that if we had warp drive technology, the uh, Hollywood elite would not be hiding it from the rest of us. <laughs> I, I think I think you're very much preaching to the choir.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's just so absurd. So ridiculous.
3: Well, howdy, y'all. It's me, Ron Watkins, and you know, <laughs> I sure am mighty proud of the work President Trump did on this border wall because I don't like illegal aliens, but in a fun coincidental fact about me i am profoundly interested in the existence of extraterrestrial life and regular space aliens i believe that they have visited us and we are benefiting from their technology as we speak anyway i sure hope i can get your vote thank you very much for listening to my campaign now
0: <laughs>
1: nailed it thanks ron it's a good Cleod- read.
2: Yes. Uh, Cleodora Silvestri uh, says NFTs are pyramid schemes. Uh, she has a lot of opinions about crypto and NFTs. Uh, says, do conspiracy... Mm, Methinks real- d- me uh, one might protest too much. <laughs> uh, you're saying she's got a huge collection of apes? That's, that's oh, yeah. Like,
3: Dripping with apes. So many <laughs> apes. Dripping and rippling with apes. <laughs>
2: So uh, she asks, uh, do conspiracy nuts realize they're actually helping those they want to take down by hoarding the quote-unquote evidence they find as a dead man switch instead of releasing it? And does it make, and does it make them assass- and the assassination targets to other conspiracy nuts to release this dead man switch that much quicker? i think that this Man, is one that of the- would be cool
3: that would be a cool reality that is unfortunately not the one that we live in yeah none of these conspiracy theorists people are going to do anything very rarely yeah. no. well okay so very rarely they do do stuff and when they do we hear about it on the news because they are like bomb a place and they leave behind a manifesto or whatever <laughs> but uh, I, I don't think there's like conspiracy theorists out there icing other conspiracy theorists like believing that they do have secret like caches of information that will be released upon their death. That would be rad though.
2: Oh it would, that be... would be awesome. Oh if our if our world was a movie that would be a plot to one of those movies. It would be so great. Uh I think that like our a world little... is a movie man yeah. <laughs> Just swallow the pill, bro. You'll know it. <laughs> yeah. Get in your med bed. Then yes,
1: pilot yeah. your pilot your blue body.
3: And then oh. you too can be dancing with wolves. <laughs> the... <laughs>
2: I j- Mike, get in your bed, bed and dance with wolves, damn oh, it okay, I'm doing it, I'm dancing with the wolves oh no, they're biting me, oh, these wolves are, their teeth uh, are so sharp and pointy uh,
3: god damn it, get in your, get in your bed, bed and become the last samurai you're just Caucasian <laughs> enough for it to
2: work yeah, That was, god talk, talk about a movie that could not be made today at least not with that cast yeah <laughs> Um, the thing, the thing that really does happen with some of these assholes is they get busted for child pornography. They're like, Oh no, that was my evidence against the deep state. And it's like, guess what? Possession of child porn is a crime. And no matter what idiot, no matter what your quote, yeah, are you a member is- of
3: law enforcement? Yeah. Do you have to like go home every day to your like wife or significant other and just like fucking have to. Help them uh, scare away the the horrible stress and demons of your job looking at child pornography for the government.
2: Yeah, like yeah, probably like, not. No, like like and like that's like a job where like the, the burnout rate is like so high that like, you you only get put on that duty for like two or three months before they rotate you out for somebody else because they're just like no one needs to deal with this shit. It's like super dark.
3: Uh, yeah, my ter- my computer terminal contained uh my evidence. Uh, against the, these horrible pornographers, uh, some balm for my dry skin. And you know, I have allergies. So obviously I needed some Kleenex nearby in case those flared up. So don't, don't ask me about my child porn lotion or Kleenexes, please. Yes.
2: <laughs> God.
3: Yeah. Oh God, I fucking hate these people so much.
2: Yeah. And and the, the one thing I will one thing I will conclude on this on this dark subject matter about a little cheerfuler term is that this is like one of Alex Jones's like silly narratives that he loves promoting is like I don't keep anything secret because if you keep it secret then the deep state will come and get you so like if I get my hands on a secret I just blurt it out there so it's out into the world and that's just where we go with it so. Yeah. So like that, this, that whole idea, like all of it is just like a big part of conspiracy culture that like the, the hidden, the hidden tranche of information, like uh, I love that word. I love that word. Uh, so uh, thank you for that question and uh, Pancake uh, Peasant has our last question in the mailbag this week which is what is Hellworld L's Pilled Persona? Is he slash she slash they like a bizarro version of him? Does L morph into Pilled L Turboteen style?
3: Uh, L, so if I had an evil uh, Pilled Doppelganger I would be Uh, I mean, so obviously those that are pilled just have much, much higher IQs than those that aren't. I mean, it's just apparent. So, uh, I would be too wily and crafty to be so obvious. I would be a much more subtle and, uh, you know, I'd be, I'd be like, I'd be like deeply entrenched in liberal culture. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe absorbing the media and then expressing, uh, opinions on a podcast. With a couple of jerks, and just generally being, uh, you know, I, I'd be like secret. I'd be like Hitler and secret Hitler. Secret like Hitler and secret Hitler, for the most part, is the ultimate liberal until the end of the game, where it's just like, oh yeah, but by the way, I'm Hitler, and the game's over. So that <laughs> that that would be my secret. My secret pilled persona is in all ways just like regular me, but secretly a monster. <laughs>
2: just waiting waiting like a coiled spring to just pounce to just unleash yourself upon the unsuspecting liberals around you yeah moment's like notice.
3: getting out there and secretly pilling people through my uh, my funny jokes about ancient pop media on my uh, pol- in theory political podcast <laughs> <laughs> nice if you put what, this- what does he mean when he says turbo teen you don't know decipher it <laughs> exactly Cafe, baby, he will never get it.
2: <laughs> yeah, dip that in some gazpacho. You heard the here, here, here. Boom! Yeah, um,
3: Hi, I'm I'm Ron Watkins, and this is a coded message for all of my for all of my fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, uh, yeah. What a what a time to be alive! I I I do uh, appreciate that of the three of us, I was the one who got the pointed question about <laughs> what my double agent persona would be like, or what my evil doppelganger would be like. Yeah. I, I feel like we 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 all have it in us to have evil doppelgangers that are totally pilled, but I'm the one that, that the audience apparently seems to believe. Like I'm on the precipice, baby. Uh, like I'm on the ledge at any moment. I could I could come back with my goatee, like evil Spock. And just be insisting that, uh, you know, maybe ethnic diversity is not really a thing that we should be caring about. And we should just go back to what our country was great in the 50s. <laughs> we're in the 50s. We're like, oh, you yeah. know, women do to stay at home and like men were hard working, hard drinking, hard smoking, badasses. Yeah. And everybody was Caucasian and, and they loved it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, that cleans up the mailbag. So uh, the question of numerous, which is back this week, uh, is, uh, uh, so, what are you looking forward to?
3: Uh, Peacemaker season finale. It's happening tomorrow. It's going to be great. Yeah, that
2: was that was what I was looking forward to as well. I am like super uh, excited for the uh, season finale of Peacemaker.
3: Well, okay, I'll, I'll let me leave that one to you, and I'll say that I'm excited. Uh, obviously, for the uh, two Avatar sequel movies, they're still totally coming. We promise. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're going to get in their med beds, and they're going to uh, dance with wolves with samurai. Uh, all of these
2: things. Uh, I, I, like, I I was kind of, like, was thinking about watching Peacemaker, and then some people said it was good and give it a try, and then I was, like, I was really, like, my expectations, I don't know exactly where my expectations were, they were somewhere probably around, like, fair to middling, and then the show was actually just good, and I was like, wow, this is, like, This is a very acceptable use of my time, and I am very happy that also uh, the show drops on Thursdays, which is the day I have off. So it's just the kind of thing where it's like, boom, starting my day off right with Peacemaker. It's uh, It's just really good all around. So... Uh, I'll be very happy to see how they pay this season off. I saw something about James Gunn being like, "Yeah, I didn't even like, I didn't even like submitted season eight to HBO yet because I didn't want it to leak in any way, shape, or form because it's just like too powerful and good, and I did, I, I, didn't want it to get ruined in any way. So, uh, it, it, like in. Hey, he's given me seven episodes of goodness to to like, kind of like trust in him to deliver a payoff in episode eight. It's like it'd be so great if like cut to us next week and like episode eight was actually the final season of Game of Thrones. It was just like forty five minutes of dog shit. We're like, what the fuck, James Gunn? You you bastard! You ruined it. You killed the golden goose. I hate you. But uh, I don't think that's going to happen. So, and even and even no, if it I... does, and even if it does, I get to watch the opening sequence again, which is great. So, go for that. Good stuff.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, uh, normally we wrap up with uh, Mike Rains, but Sarge was indisposed. But now he is back to
1: being disposed. Is that a thing? Anyway, yes. Sarge is
3: back. So, Sarge, what are what are you excited about?
1: Uh, I am excited to... I said I'd play Cyberpunk again when they actually had some new shit, and uh, that has happened. They put out a big, giant, ridiculous patch, and it adds a ton of new content, uh, and they finally have the PlayStation 5 and uh, other new gen versions out, so uh, I'm looking forward to giving that a try. Also, Horizon Forbidden West comes out on Friday, so going to going to give that a looky-loo as well.
2: Uh, I need to I need to rob somebody for a PS5 like I am like just so like my inability to obtain one so I cannot obtain Horizon Forbidden West is incredibly frustrating. Know you know it's
3: coming uh, out on PS4, right? But yeah. Oh, <laughs>
2: sweet, done, done yesterday then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think the first
3: bit like the the next big like exclusive is Elden Ring, right? That's only on PS Five. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Uh, but yeah, as far as I know, uh, the Horizon sequel is on the PS Four and is still pretty good on it. So you're just gonna have to deal without our good friend Raymond tracing. There will be no, <laughs> there will be no ray tracing afoot. Uh, A
2: small so price no, to pay to hang out with my homegirl Aloy. So yeah, yeah,
3: no, no two rays will be traced. You, you don't even know. <laughs> Okay, well, it's time for us to uh, <laughs> to, to jump on in the, the the big old caboose of our friend White of Pride and roll out uh, of Hell World for the week. Thank you so much for listening if you made it this far, uh, and congratulations, because we are all absolutely bonkers. Uh, we thank you, as always, for your support. If you'd like to continue to support the show, you could do so for free. Literal nothing by uh, telling a friend or giving us a five-star review or a thumbs up or whatever they want on whatever podcast platform you happen to listen to us on. If you have money and you'd like to support us, you can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash Poker Politics, where you get uh, creeping up on fifty hours worth of bonus content. If you donate at the five dollar and above tier, you get access to such shows as Cabalin and the soon to be wrapping up what we do out of Shadows. Uh, so, if you'd like to consider that, you can become one of our Beautifuler Babies again for five dollars or more a month. You get access to all those shows like our Beautifuler Baby for this week. Uh, A very witty profile name. So thank you very much. A very witty profile name. Uh, What a gut buster. Uh, We appreciate the support. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, you can do some good with it by donating it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. That whole line is in quotes. Sounds pretty good to me. Thank you. As always a DJ minimal effort for use of our theme song. It is a cool Castlevania style bop. But DJ Minimal Effort remains too cool for social media, so none of you can thank him. So consider this your thanks, DJ Minimal Effort. Our buddy Frosty, the voice of Q when we need it, but more often known as the person who provides our glorious content warning and our bumps, uh, can be found on Twitter at frostyvo. VO. Thanks for the support and help, Frosty. If you can't get enough of myself and Sarge, you could hear our spinoff show where we talk exclusively about pop media uh, over at BingeWordy. That's B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-Y. Uh, that is wherever podcasts are provided. And you can find us on Twitter at binge wordy spelled the same way. So for another successful episode of the adventures in hell world podcast, I have been your host Hellworld L joined by the beautiful, absolutely stunning with your beard sha- shaved down like that. Mate, you look so young. Oh my God. I want to get in those pantaloons hell world, Sarge and our, QAnon expert at all things uh, absolutely bananas in the world of conspiracy theories and specifically the QAnon and Illuminati style ones. I've got my circular fingers over my eye to indicate that I am cool with it. Mr. Mike Rains, Good speed, patriots.
4: Hold up.